Hello and welcome back to a guy and a gal podcast. We've taken quite the podcasting hiatus. We took a couple of weeks off over the summer and then that couple of weeks turned into a couple of months and um, it's now very very much into autumn winter. But we're back. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> Guess who's she back. is back. back Tell your back. friends. <laughs> yeah, please, please actually do. do. We, <laughs> we could do we could do with the followers. <laughs> I guess it's worth us noting that at the current time Britain is back in lockdown and so we are currently doing this via the medium of Zoom. Great. I'm so happy about it. Not what? Because you you don't have to be Oh okay. I'm I thought sarcastic. you were sort of making a slight <laughs> dig about my my recording studio. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to go to that bloody studio anymore. No, I'm actually I'm just so over corona. I can't believe it's it's what nearly November and we're still in this. I just think the worst thing about it is that no one has anything better to talk about. So like <laughs> yeah. you you'll join a call and you're like, oh sorry, I'm a little bit late. Uh, you know, did I miss anything? And it's like, oh no, we were just chatting about Corona. And you're like, okay, well I might as well hang up because yeah. that chat is so old. <laughs> I know you live on your own, but I live with flatmates and we sort of get to the end of the day and none of us have really got much left to say to each other. It, exactly that. Like one of my friends this morning, he rings me and he's like, so any gossip? And I'm like, well, not really. Do you want to know what I had for breakfast? I had those jumbo <laughs> oats. Yeah, they're pretty big deal. I've never had them before. Such good content. <laughs> <laughs> so series two, back by popular Oops. demand. We always said that we'd love to get some guests onto the podcast. And I think we're actually going to achieve that. So what we're going to do this time around, um, this episode being the exception is that we are going to bring in friends we're going to bring in some wonderful people who we have in our networks people that we've been introduced to and we're going to just sort of discuss really various different themes um, to build on what we discussed last time so where we spoke about imposter syndrome and adulting and dating and life and living in London and all of these things um, talk about that with some of our, our wonderful esteemed guests and we're going to kick it off with a comedian. So Yeah, I think we've got a really interesting mix of people coming on and hopefully they're all going to bring something a little bit different because I know last time we did get the feedback that we just agreed with each other about everything, <laughs> which actually I don't and, think is the case a lot of the time. And uh, that, that upsets me because I disagree with a lot oh, of things you say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I shot myself in the foot there, didn't I? Start as we mean to go on, eh, George? Yeah, great. Buzzing. <laughs> so, um, should we get this episode underway? So, we are truly back and kicking, and the very first episode is going to be quite short and sweet, but we just wanted to let you know that we're back, it's happening, it's real, you better believe it, baby. But uh, Matt, why don't you uh, kick things off by telling us what you've been up to since we last spoke? I mean, it's quite hard to sort of reflect on what I have been up to because um, other than quite a few failed dates, which I'll allude to ever so slightly, <laughs> um, and buying a 10-foot paddling pool in the height of summer to sort of recreate Ibiza, I don't feel like I've done that much. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I guess that is kind of the harsh reality of what COVID has, has ultimately led my social life to become. Because, you know, there isn't that much. There I know, isn't that much going on. You see people now, people are like, what's new? Nothing. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, I, I bought a new cushion. But I think 
you know, you, for example, have had quite a few different events. You know, you've moved home. You've, um, <laughs> can't think of what else you've done. <laughs> <laughs> I like where you're going there, but no, I can confirm that I also have not done much. But I did move house. A lovely house, might we add. Yeah, and it keeps me very busy. It's got lots of fun quirks, like, you know, the, um, the fact that every time you use the dishwasher, one of us has got to have our hand stuck in the cupboard, holding the pipe to one side for the water to flush No. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> I cannot tell you this. Yeah, that keeps things exciting. Just what you want as well. Well, on the topic of exciting, I actually had an excitement last week where I was on a Zoom call for work. And one of my kitchen cupboards swings open and a mouse ran out. Oh, and I'm not exaggerating. Stop. From a, from honestly, like a cupboard at sort of like chest height. So Ooh. this mouse like, like is like midair, runs around my living room and my flat is famously pretty tiny. So that ruined most of last Thursday afternoon because I then spent the afternoon, I literally had to like call up a couple of customers and be like, I can't make the call. I have a, a personal emergency. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, and, I had a, a house a few years ago when I first moved to London. Katie, my old flatmate, and I, we saw this mouse and we both stood on the kitchen table screaming to the point that the neighbour knocked on the door to check that we weren't being attacked because it was that loud. But, yeah, but do you know what? This is the most bonkers thing, is that they are so incredibly tiny and they invoke so much fear. So <laughs> I genuinely was having like palpitations, like what on earth am I meant to do about this? And I'll share, I'll share a photo um, after the podcast goes out because I think people will find it quite amusing. But I basically created a, um, like a run. So I like laid down my mirror, I laid down an ironing board, I folded up like the mats, I pushed cushions out just so that the mouse, so when I opened the front door, I was able to then like chase it out of my bedroom where it had managed to get into <laughs> and chase it out the front door so it didn't get lost. This sounds and extremely elaborate. Well, I haven't even finished. So that, that happens, that's Thursday. Friday morning, I wake up quite early, sort of about six o'clock, and I can hear a rustling, and I go into the cupboard, and there is another mouse in my cupboard. Are you sure and it's not it, the same one? Oh, it maybe could be. Mickey, just come back home, ready for round two. <laughs> or Minnie. So, um, Sorry, yeah, through. guy and gal. Yeah, come on. Let's not be sexist. It, it eaten through three packs of kettle chips. I mean, <laughs> good taste in crisp, I will add. They were cheese and onion, I can confirm. Anyway, so I managed to catch it under a bucket and my landlord, my good friend Tom, manages to call pest control. So I've got this mouse under a bucket from about six in the morning. Pest control doesn't turn up until five to four. And at four o'clock, I'm doing a live, live customer Q&A. And I shit you not, this pest control man comes in, he's like laying all these traps around this bucket and he's like, what it's going to do if it runs out, I'm going to just smash it on the head with a torch and kill it. And I'm like, I don't really want to know what you're going to do with the mouse. Builds up all this tension, lifts up the bucket and the mouse is dead. <laughs> so he then, he then picks up the mouse and dangles it in front of the, the webcam where I'm currently live on camera with these customers. And what? they're all, they're like, <laughs> oh my God. So, um, to be fair, I bet that is the best Zoom call they've all been on in such a long time. Which says so a much lot that like it takes for a mouse <laughs> to be killed that you know they they kind of get their their kicks but yeah I did I did apologize to the customers I was like you know that really was very much out of my control 
<laughs> so Didn't speaking just of stage excitement, pest control arriving for their entertainment. Ex- exactly. But so yeah, speaking of excitement, I guess there has been a relative amount of excitement in recent weeks. But um, tell me about what you've been up to. Well, like I said, I've moved house. I've been back at work full time, which has been a bit of a novelty. I've, I've learned what it is to work from home full time. I can't just ask around and make TikToks anymore. It's a real shame. Yeah. How did that go? I mean, where are you? Have you been sponsored yet? Um, sadly, no. It's weird. I'm expecting a call any minute now, but um, phone's not ringing. My oh. stepsister, she went viral on TikTok. She sort of beat you, I have to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> so she did the she did this video with comparing a protein bar with a Krispy Kreme donut, and it went viral. And she was on the Daily Mail and whatever. And TikTok now pay her to make videos. Yeah, this is where I'm really missing out. I did get featured in the Cosmo, Cosmopolitan. That was fun. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah, though I did, I only found out when someone said to me like, yeah, obviously I saw the Cosmo article, and I was like, sorry. They were like, yeah, yeah, you're in Cosmo. <laughs> I was like, eh, what? Yes. Very bizarre. All very strange. Very, very famous. Well, what can I say? It does scare me. I can't really gather what 2.3 million people looks like. I can't, <laughs> I cannot get the scale of that in my head. It's blowing my mind. Note to listeners, that's, that's George just casually dropping into convo how many people have been viewing Viewed my video. Sorry, did I, did I mention 2.3 million? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually having um, you know, Look, I didn't work for four months. I've got to have something to say for that time. I mean, to be honest, if you'd said anything less, I would have said that you've been slacking, so. Thank you. I'm yeah, well, planning a, a big return to TikTok. I keep teasing it and then just... It's a bit, bit of foreplay, you know, just teasing, teasing them <laughs> without actually giving them anything. TikTok I mean, foreplay. I know your type. <laughs> so what we were going to do... Lowered the tone again. Me? Never. I'm very much mature and <laughs> highbrow. So we were going to talk about some positives that we've taken out of this inordinately strange COVID scenario that we find ourselves in. Why don't you kick us off? Okay, so I wrote down, and I feel like I've gone a little bit more materialistic than you have, and you've gone really like deep thinking. So um, no judgment. I mean, that just says a lot about the fact that I am a massive overthinker and a, a bit deep. But, you know. I just went, can, that was cool. I'll write it on You can keep list. us lighthearted and, and fun. The yin to my yang. That's lovely. Well, I put, first of all, my friends and family are all safe and well. So that's a positive. Yeah. I love, and I, and I really love that. I think that's, it's really important. 100% given this year, it could have been very different. So that's um, number one positive. <laughs> number two, this is where it gets a little bit more basic. I put, went skiing. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-lockdown, might we are. Of course, but only two weeks before. But I only booked it two weeks prior to going. So I now believe that my moral that a last minute holiday is always a good idea. Yep, spontaneity is key. Key, 100%. Yeah, week of chairlift chat, well worth it. I've put on here, started a podcast. Hi. Very positive. We haven't hit 2.5 million, but I mean, (laughs) you know. (laughs) I don't think we could be further. (laughs) Not too, well, three and a half thousand, it's not too bad. No, that's, that's not too bad. That's in terms of listens. Uh, Instagram, slightly lacking, but we'll get there. It's a visual medium. This is a, an audio. What does that say? We've got faces for radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Get back in your box. <laughs> Four, I indulged myself by writing TikTok. But what I mean by that is, I think 
lockdown's actually brought out creativity in so many people. There's been so many cool things that I've seen of people, I don't know, starting to paint again or sewing things or starting small businesses. There's been so many, like so many people just trying different things and so much creativity out there. And I think that's been really, really cool. It's so cool to see. Yeah, totally. It kind of inspired me to do like different things and I guess kind of go, I've got this spare bit of time rather than, I don't know, sit and binge Desperate Housewives, which is what I've been doing recently. I've been trying to do sort of more interesting things and make the most of my time. So I'd say that one. And then um, the final one is appreciating my friends so much more. So for example, my friends I see sort of all the time, like when I see my family, I'd always appreciate that because it's more of a novelty. But because I see my friends all the time, I, I don't think I really appreciated how amazing that was. And then I remember the first time I was allowed to see a friend, I went on a walk with a friend who lived sort of 15 minutes away from me down the road and we couldn't hug and we sort of stood two meters apart, but it was like, I could actually see you in the flesh. And that was so amazing that I don't think I'll ever take it for granted in quite the same way. So yeah, I think that's a real positive. I think that's a really lovely one. Um, I'm slightly disappointed that the first friend that you came to see was not me, but I mean, it's fine. I'll, I, think, I'll just... I think you were the second. I'll go and cry into my pillow Silver on medal. my own. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not first, I'm not interested. Um, We're only here for the gold. But yeah, no, I think it's positive. And I think it's all the more painful now that, I mean, we're in tier two in London. Obviously we can still see people outside, but the rule of six, ugh. It's just a tough one, I think, you know, because I'm totally with you. I think a massive appreciation for, you know, the freedom that we actually did have. And, and then seeing your friends and seeing your family and kind of that liberty to just kind of do as you please and go as you please and whatever it's 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 so nice which is why it makes it so much harder that now we don't have that yeah it feels like it's just been like taken away literally and what about you what are your five positives okay so you make me feel slightly bad that I didn't have that my family and friends are all well so I'm gonna I'm going to play that one out no my my grandmother actually was quite um, ill during lockdown. She broke her back, sadly. Um, oh my and God. Yeah, like very dramatic. She fell out of bed and had already broken her arm and put her arm down. And it was like, she was in a really bad way. And she's made a, an, like a huge recovery. You know, she is walking around the block. She doesn't use the stairlift anymore. Like she's able to walk up and down the stairs again. And like this oh, woman great. is 80 she's 86 and you know her determination and her drive is so infectious and I think for me that would be a massive positive is not only sort of the fact that she's well it's more to do with like seeing her determination and seeing her drive to get herself better and you know she's she's getting on now like that for me is like wow that's pretty inspirational so I think for me that's a massive positive the next thing I think is sort of having a routine. I, I never had a routine. Um, you know, I'd, I'd go to work and I may or may not go to the gym before. I may or may not go to the gym after. I may or may not see friends, which meant that like the time I would be getting up and the time I'd be going to bed would always be quite different. And I used to sleep like really bad. Like I'd, I had really bad insomnia. Um, and I have to say that I think Lockdown has been great for me because I've had pretty strict routine where I'd get up at the same time each day. I go to bed about the same time in the night. Um, and I guess the fact that I'm not commuting anywhere has meant that I'm able to just have a bit more stability. So I think for me, that's been a real positive. Do you think you're sleeping um, more? 
Yeah, I do actually. I do. Do you? I, yeah, I think I am. I think I'm in bed for longer. I do well, there's been certainly there's been nights when I've just been lying awake, sort of. I guess stressing. Um, just yeah. with the uncertainty of the world right now, there's certainly been that. But generally, I think I have been getting more sleep to the point that I'm quite concerned about actually going back to normal life and you know having to commute and go to the <laughs> office and then actually do things. And I I don't know how I used to do that. <laughs> I know I know what you mean. I, it kind of gives me a fear when I actually think about the life that I used to live. I'm like, oh my god, how do I don't, we fit I don't, it all in? I don't know. I don't know if I could do it again. Um, but maybe that's the point. Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't need to, you know. Um, that's so then true. that kind of that kind of leads on to like my next one, which is work-life balance. And I have always been quite bad at finding the right balance. Like I'm very much a, I'm going to put a hundred percent into this, and you know I want to impress and I want to do well and I want to be successful. And I think to me, success equals long hours, hard work. Mm traveling you know we kind of we kind of chatted about this in season one but I think for me learning during lockdown when your office is your home where you've also got to unwind and you've got to do a hit workout in the corner and then you've got to zoom your friends later like it just suddenly becomes this this space that has to be so multifaceted that if your own your focus is only on work it's quite toxic so I bought a work phone and I took all the apps off my personal phone so that I could literally just turn it off. Um, I think that's really a really helped. good idea. I think when you're in the same room all day, it's so difficult to get that separation. I mean, even just yesterday, we, uh, I live with two friends and the three of us just went for a walk, got to 5.30 and we were like, we need to get out of the house and went for a walk along the, the Thames. It was amazing. And you just think so you nice. just need to do that more often and just actually get out because you just kind of get to the point where you think, oh, I have not left this spot for yeah. hours. Terrible. And like, even in the mornings, you know, I, I'm famously quite against sweatpants. <laughs> famously, so are you? <laughs> I did not know this. <laughs> I, just, I, I just would rather wear jeans or chinos. Like they're just as easy to put on. So like, why do you have to look slovenly? Okay, However, sorry, first of all, <laughs> sweatpants, trackies, <sorry>. come on. <laughs> tra tra trackies. Trackies, um, we're British. <laughs> we're on geezer. Um, <laughs> so I, th I think part of that is uh, back to my Jack Wills days when I worked in Jack Wills, we would they were always called sweatpants. I'm so sorry, darling, you, you call them sweatpants if you want to. You take the piss, but then I was working at Jack Wills in Belfast, and Northern <laughs> Irish people do call trackies sweatpants as well. So it's not they would go trackies like that isn't really. That a sounds thing. right there, trackies. Trackies. No, they would say they'd be like, put on your sweatpants. Do they say like, you look so slovenly in your trackies? I don't know. If they'd say slovenly. They'd be like, oh, mama, you look you look like a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look what the cat dragged in. <laughs> in their Jack Wills. We had some creatures. I remember this one person came in and was like, here, mate, where's your puffer jackets with no sleeves? And I was like, oh, do you mean gilet? <laughs> Back in the day when it was cool. Now it's just, it's owned by Sports Direct. Need we say any more? Okay, so. <laughs> Absolutely savage. <sighs> we'll be getting a sponsor from them. <laughs> Oh, Umbro and Lonsdale, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
anyway, I'll go cry over that into my umbrella hoodie later. I guess the next thing is that I live alone. Um, and so I kind of impress myself with my resilience, I think. Like I, I've had a couple of friends who've been like living with partners or um, friends and they've like called me when their partner or their friend has had to go away for a couple of days and be like, oh, like it's so lonely. Like I've had to eat lunch by myself or whatever. <laughs> that's and I'm, me. Kind of, I'm kind of sitting there smiling like <laughs> that's been my every day for the last eight months. <laughs> you, you have know? done very well. I'm literally, I was on my own last weekend and I'm literally picture Bridget Jones you know when she's there and she's like eating the ice cream out of the tub like oh my my you didn't need to disclose that part but (laughs) (laughs) i'm just picturing you in your like big old holy sort of pants oh god that's not a mental picture people need no ice cream stains all over no we're talking like you know the full-on flannel pajamas with like the proper top at the bottoms and then my dressing gown that kind of vibe feeling sorry for myself because i'm on my own what about tracky or sweatpants? Sweatpants. Yeah, wearing my sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to prove to you that that is a British word. I think you're just, you're just taking this from a very South of England perspective. So, yeah, that's, that's that. And then I guess the final, well, I, kind of tied into that is this sort of getting fitter thing. I think you could go one of two ways. You either got really fit and exercise loads by doing like a hit workout or going for a run or whatever yeah. or you ended up just binging on doritos and sitting in your sweatpants and <laughs> as you said watching desperate housewives or as i did Shit's creek and the handmaid's tale unreal I by the way you need to watch Shit's creek Oof. oh my god how have you still not watched it i watched like one four episode. Months on. i'm sorry I've, I've had a lot of Desperate Housewives episodes to get through. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, Shit's Creek is, is just, it's, it's actually art. Like, it's so well <laughs> done. Great. It's actually art. Well, I would argue that Desperate Housewives is art. It's just fantastic. I, I watched it all, what, 10 years ago. Completely hooked. Bloody love Gabby. Oh, yeah, she's, she's the one. What a diva. <laughs> What a diva. Um, so sorry, what did Google say? Well, Wikipedia tells us sweatpants are a casual variety of soft trousers intended for comfort or athletic purposes, although they're now worn in many different situations. In the United Kingdom, Ireland, oh, doesn't say Northern Ireland. United Kingdom, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa, they are known as tracksuit bottoms or joggers. <laughs> in Australia, oh. they are commonly known as tracky ducks. <laughs> Tracky Dax. <laughs> Here, mate, get your Tracky Dax out. Just going to hang out in my Tracky Dax. Oh, that was a shock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, are you, from, are you from Belfast or Sydney? I can't work it out. Oh, I don't think I know. Joggers, actually, that's, that is a word that I've forgotten. In Belfast, they always say joggers. Where are your joggers? <laughs> Put your joggers on. You've pulled. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? The kids are now, like, they're all wearing... Joggers these days. So maybe they would pull in joggers. Oh, I'm just maybe so we're just glad old. that I'm past that point. I'm so glad I'm past that point. So anyway, uh, joggers, trackies and sweatpants aside, I'd say, and I don't know whether you agree with me, but the biggest learning that I think you take out of all of this, if you summarise it into a phrase, is learning to not have to be in control. And like being less in control is actually mm. okay. 
and I don't, I wouldn't say that I'm a control freak, but I think there's, you know, where I worry about what I'm going to be doing on the weekend, or I worry about whether someone's replied to me, or I worry about getting stuff done in the hours that I've got. Like, arguably that's because I actually just quite like being in control and a lot of those things are out of my control you know say I I message you and then you don't reply for a couple of days I'm gonna be sitting there going ah why is she not doing that why, why is she not replying and I think actually and it wasn't until someone pointed this out to me the other day but I think it's because I like being in control and with everything that's been going on with COVID where we can't see people as we did we can't go places as we did we can't plan like mm. we could in some ways I think the biggest thing is learning that actually do you know what just you have to just go with the flow now yeah. otherwise you're just going to be perpetually disappointed well I think you and I are also kind of people that we live life at sort of 90 miles an hour the majority of the time we always like to have things going on and different experiences and this weekend I'm going to go do that or this and then I'm going to plan this holiday I mean we spoke about that before it's just all these things that you I don't know you can't plan anymore and it'll kind of merges into one and then you think what happened last weekend no idea yeah I, I totally agree with you and I think when you're living at 90 miles an hour and you've got, always got a plan and everything in place when you get something like COVID that disrupts that whole thing and then cancels all of these plans it just means you're being disappointed over and over and over and over again mm. and it gets to a point where you're like oh my god I, I can't actually take it anymore someone said to me the other day this too shall pass and I was just like when <laughs> when is it yeah. gonna pass give me a date because then i can control exactly <laughs> I can control the outcome and i think all through the summer i keep saying if i just if i if you tell me now that it's going to be over by october i could deal with that because i could manage it and i keep saying if, if you would just tell me it'll be over by a certain date and ultimately that's totally ridiculous and no one's gonna be able to tell you anything two of my best friends uh, were meant to be getting married in september and the whole way through the year i pinned the end of COVID on being in time for their wedding, just because it was almost a way I could handle it and manage it by going, but, oh, but by the wedding, like we'll all be back together and it'll be fine. And that'll be an even bigger celebration to, you know, celebrate this all over. And I think I've been saying that as a positive thing for everyone to look forward to. Whereas in reality- how, how convenient that COVID was going to end for your friend's wedding. I know. <laughs> yeah, COVID was really just going to, skip away at that point but do you know what I mean in my head I'd almost made that plan for myself of that's when it's yeah. going to be over and obviously it's not in the slightest I was they've now rescheduled for April next year and I'm just crossing my fingers that it'll go ahead yeah I mean who knows but you know I laugh at you and actually I did the exact same like I saved up all of my holiday for November uh, sort of late November where me and my friends were going to go to the Philippines and here we are nearly in November and <laughs> Philippines is very much close as is about 95% of the world <laughs> I had genuinely I had very strong beliefs I was like we're, we're gonna go like it's gonna happen and kind of like you I sort of thought COVID would just be over and dissipate by then because I'd booked a holiday and yeah, I, I have plans <laughs> and I have plans <laughs> hello I mean COVID didn't um, care about our, any of our other plans earlier in the year so I'm not really sure why we thought that Look, I, I've reneged on a couple of other things. Relationships are a two-way thing, COVID. I've given, maybe it's now time for you to give. <laughs> yeah, King COVID, um, look down on me. <laughs> I guess King COVID wasn't listening to what we had to say. And if I, if I had a genie, you know, I would have wished this all away. But unfortunately... I mean, I'm just now 
<laughs> I was going to say, are you sat at home rubbing your magic lamp? <laughs> Jatina, what I do in my spare time is entirely my business. Entirely okay? private. I'm so sorry. Anyway, back, back on track and back to PG. What I was saying was, if I'd had a, mag a magic lamp and I had a genie, you know, we'd have wished this all away. But actually, that's just not how life works. COVID has stopped us doing a lot of normal things. But there have been some positives. There have, which has been really nice. And also, I'd just like to say, every time you say King COVID, all I think of is King Curtis. It's a little like, bacon is good for me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> she can't run away in her little high heels. <laughs> little, little Miss Fancy coming in here telling us that we can't have chicken nuggets. Who does she think she is? I'm leaving. <laughs> If anyone hasn't watched this. You'll never see this face again. Again. <laughs> and he goes outside in his little toy suitcase. What, what a cute guy. What I wonder legend. where he is now. He must be about 21 now. Maybe older. Maybe so that's something we like. should find out for the next episode. Let's oh find God. out. And get him on. Imagine if we could get King Curtis on the podcast. Should we set that as our podcast ultimate goal? But maybe I'd just like to a... think that our ultimate goal could be higher. <laughs> than the guy from Super Nanny USA, but okay. But let's at least for next week, we can report back to everyone where he is now. If that doesn't entice our listeners to come back, I just don't know what will. You, you better join in next week, otherwise you're not going to find out whether King Curtis did or indeed did not make it into adulthood. Well, don't say we don't give the people what they want. Exactly, my friend. We look forward to chatting to you next week. Ciao for now. Bye.